Hello again, everybody. How are you? This is Chris. This is episode 181 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Uh, as the Civil War rages between the the um, the Republicans in Washington in the House of Representatives, there's there's a real war sort of raging, kind of not really raging, but uh, but there's a you know I, I in in the Middle East is what I'm talking about, and and. You know, I I think that this we we've seen how so many on the left have taken the side of Hamas and the Palestinians. And I think it's important, you know, I think it's important to to think about that. And you know, because I think you've got this kind of civil war going on in the in the Democrats in the Democrat party as well, right? Because you have you have there, there's a lot going on here because the Democrats, like I've said, the Democrats are the, the Democrat Party has changed. It's become the Marxist Party. They're, these people are communists, but there but there are the the old school Democrats like Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden is not. I wouldn't say Joe Biden is a Marxist, but he is a he is. He will, of course, go along with the Marxists if they are, if they're all on the same side doing the same stuff, which they normally are, because basically what they want to make the government bigger and more powerful, and they want to solidify the power of the Democrat government and the Washington bureaucracy. I mean, that's what it's really all about. That's what communism is, right? It's a it's rule by bureaucracy. It's rule by you know quote unquote air quote experts. That's literally, that's what the Soviet Union was. That's what every communist country really is. It's a rule by bureaucrat, rule by political experts who, who think they know how to centrally plan the economy. And, uh, and in order to do that, of course, they have to centrally plan everything. They have to centrally plan society, every aspect of society, because ultimately they believe that they are the smartest people in the country and they should run everything. They should control everything. And but so I think you've you've got this this and that is a is really a bipartisan group. The people in Washington, the Washington bureaucracy is a bipartisan group. They're really one big, you know, uniparty, like we always say. And so the, the the civil war in the GOP is is between the uniparty de, uh, Republicans who believe that that yes the political ruling class in Washington should rule everything should control the world because they're smart and wise and they know everything and and everybody else is just a stupid peasant and and also you know obviously they they like having that cushy gig because it's it pays well. And they get to ride around in limousines and, you know, have, you know, like I've said, have important meetings and, you know, make that they, they feel so important when they are in charge. Right. Making decisions. And and but you've got the same kind of thing. There's also a civil war going on in the in the Democrat Party because you have the the Marxists, the young Marxists like Ilhan Omar and AOC and and well, all of the, you know, every college kid in America is a is a Marxist Democrat now. They're communists. These kids are communists, and they're all on the side of of Hamas and and the Palestinians, because 
Marxists, like I always say, see the world as two groups, oppressors versus the oppressed. So the oppressed are always fighting back against the oppressors. And so they see anybody who is <coughs> um, who is wealthy and prosperous and successful, like the Israelis and like the Jews in America. Jewish people in America are generally wealthy and successful and and they therefore they must be oppressors because there there is no third option. You know, there's no third option. Now, back when they were being slaughtered by the Nazis, uh, they were the oppressed, right? So it was that was easy, right? That was oh, that's easy. Oh yes, the Jewish people are they were the ones slaughtered by the Nazis, so therefore they they're the oppressed. But now you've got the Israelis and they can point to the the what they say is the oppression of the Palestinian people. Now I think I think the Palestinian people are being oppressed by their leaders, their leadership, and all of the Arabs around them. You know, they're being used, like I said in the last or a couple episodes ago, they're being used as pawns. Um, but but the 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 so in the Democrat Party, you've got the old school. Uh, warmonger, Washington elites, uh, Washington bureaucrat, uh, that school of thought, that class of people who want to, they, they support Israel, and one of the reasons they support Israel, you know, they're corporatists, they support Israel because they, they're big fans of the big corporations, the big uh, defense contractors, they get a lot of money, uh, de- in, into their uh, re-election campaigns and and you know they and they get to they 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 sort of get to to tread the line with you know they 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 can get some Republican votes maybe because they say oh, I'm strong on national defense and look at you know look at how much money I'm giving to Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and and you know the the dumber Republican voters will say, yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, we got to support the national defense. And, you know, the smart Republican voters are get, are catching on to that, the fact that that's all mostly a scam now. It's just a scam. But, um, you know, for the, it's just a corporatist, uh, crony capitalist scam to make money for these select corporations. But, um, uh, and that's why they're promoting war all over the world, right? So, so you've got these people, th- this split in the Democrat Party now too, where you've got the younger Marxists, and and so they're th- so the Democrat Party doesn't know what to do. They're they're do we support Israel or do, you know? Well, I mean, if, if we if we turn against Israel, I mean, Israel were they were the Jews were were persecuted were you know slaughtered by the nazis i mean who do the who do the democrats say they hate the most while well, they hate nazis the most so so if they if they're against the israelis if they turn against the jews well now are they nazis are they siding with the nazis now oh they can't do that and so but if they if they're siding with the jews with the israelis that that means they're they're the oppressor they're siding with the oppressor who the the people who are oppressing the poor, oppressed Palestinians. So they don't know what to do. And 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 I think it's a, this is what happens when you have uh, no principles, right? This is what happens when you have no principles. Democrats have no principles. They are, they, they, 
in, on one hand, they want the votes, they want the money from the big corporations, and on the other hand, they want the votes from the 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 Muslims and the young kids and the and and they and so you th this is the danger of making your decisions as a Marxist. This is how this is the danger because it's all arbitrary, right? I mean, I can just I can declare that you are an oppressor and therefore you're the enemy. But then you know tomorrow I can just change my mind and say you know what I've changed my I've, I've thought about it and. You're, it looks like you're being oppressed by that guy over there. That guy, he's the oppressor now. Okay, let's all go get him. And, you know, this is what happens when you have no principles. You know, we as Republicans, we have principles. We, I mean, the good ones do anyway. We have the principles that everybody should be free, should be treated equally, should be left alone for the most part by the government. Nobody should be chosen to have more rights over anyone else. Uh, and also, you know, we, we have this... You know, I think this brings up the the question of Islam and the Muslims. You know, the the Democrats are, are hell bent on bringing in more and more and more and more Muslims to America because they think that all oh, the Muslims are minority, and so they're automatically going to vote Democrat. But then you've got the Muslims who are, you know, for, I, I forget if it was Minnesota or Michigan, one of the towns where the Mus Muslims are now in control of the town council and they outlawed the pride flag on all city property which of course so that that the, the the democrats don't know what to do right because they're like wait a minute you know we've brought in millions I mean, this is one of the things that barack obama did right during the during the whole syria crisis uh isis the rise of isis obama was bringing in tens and tens and tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of Muslim immigrants from all over the Middle East. And this is what, and, and everybody was cheering. Yeah, all the Democrats were cheering. Oh, he's so good. He's so, he's so multicultural. He's so tolerant. And then, uh, of course, Trump, one of the first things he did was stop that and put in the, the Muslim ban, right? With the, which was really wasn't a ban. It was just a, it was just a, uh, a halt so that we could figure out the vetting process because you know if you are a if you if you're from germany and you're coming to america we the american government can just call up the german government and ask them hey who is this guy does he have a criminal record whatever but if you're coming from somalia or yemen or someplace like that then who does the government call the u.s government can call up the the, the yemen government and what if nobody answers because the government of yemen their building was just blown up by, you know, Houthi uh, rebels or whatever. So, uh, you know, so it's a, it's much more difficult to, to, to vet, to screen these people um, coming from certain countries. And that's what, that's, that was the whole point of the, the Trump Muslim ban, Muslim ban, of course, uh, which of course was not a Muslim ban, but it was just a ban on certain countries. But, uh, or a pause anyway, but uh, you, you know they called Trump a racist. He's an Islamophobe. He's a bigot. But now they've brought in so so they've they've they're setting themselves up for a ultimately for a for a conflict because the Muslims are generally theocrats. Generally, Muslims, you know, Islam is a theocracy. It's a it's a comprehensive political system, really. And 
the Democrats are the Marxists. These Marxist Democrats are also theocrats, but they are statists, right? They are, they are, uh, they, their religion is government. So they're, they're, they're setting themselves up for an inevitable conflict with, with Islam because, and this is one of the things that, you know, we, we if you read about Mao, you know, if it, the, the people who want to tear down the old system, the, the Democrats, the Marxists want to tear America down and rebuild it. So they're, they're all in favor of bringing in whoever wants to help them tear down the old America. But once they rebuild the new America as a communist America, which is what they are, the Democrats are communists in the sense of the Soviet Union. Once they set that up, they're going to they're, they're going to turn on the Muslims because the Muslims are going to be, you know, the Muslims will want a theocracy, not a, not a communist. You know, the, the two systems of government cannot coexist, right? Communism and, and Islamic theocracy cannot coexist. So it's one or the other. So they're going, going to have to battle it out at some point in the future. And then, of course, there are the, the Republicans. And like I said, we have principles. Our principles are we're, we're, we're for free speech. We're for freedom of religion. So we're perfectly happy to coexist with Muslims if Muslims want to come to America and embrace the American constitution, the American way. They don't want to institute an Islamic theocracy. So we we have principles. So we can we can peacefully coexist with Muslims as long as they don't want to institute an Islamic theocracy. But the Democrats can't. The Democrats are communists. They can't peacefully coexist with the Muslims, you know, in the future. This is the so this is you know, and this is one of the uh and and we can peacefully coexist with Jewish people and and Hindu people and Muslim people and Christians and everybody, uh, Republicans can, but Democrats are are virulent atheists, anti-religious atheists, because ultimately their religion is government. So they must destroy all other religions and replace it with the religion of government, worship of government. So I think that this is this is what is sort of these are some things to think about. When we think, when we see what's going on in America with the the reaction to Hamas, to this conflict between the Israelis and the Palestine Palestinians, you know, we can say, look, I mean, we believe we support the Israelis because we believe in multiculturalism, we believe in in democracy, we believe in uh, religious freedom, and ultimately those those Palestinians, you know, there aren't a lot of Jewish people living in the Palestinian territories. Uh, there aren't a lot of, uh, and, and like I've said before, it's the in that previous episode about the the Palestinian people are not really a. I don't think they're a really great representative of the average Muslim in the world because they are so kept, they're kept so poor and suffering, and they're taught every day to hate the Jews and hate the Israelis and want to wipe them off the face of the earth, and and I think that. The, and this is one of the things that obviously there's an opening here for diplomacy. You know, if a someone like Donald Trump or somebody could step up and, and sort of gather together the, the Arab leadership and say, hey, look, I see what you're doing here. You're, keep, you're purposefully keeping these people poor and suffering so that you can 
use their suffering as an excuse to to attack and to go after Israel and to to, to you know uh, push for the the essentially the wiping out of Israel. And you know if we could point that out and say, hey, we're going to stop that. I need you to stop. We all need to stop that. Everybody needs to stop that. We're gonna the we need to focus on making the Palestinian territories a nice place to live with good infrastructure and jobs and farms and food sources and water, you know, desalination plants that work and, and provide adequate water, all that stuff, um, adequate infrastructure, everything. So, you know, I, obviously that's, that's how I would deal with this situation. And if that's, that's how a, a smart Republican, any, you know, a, a smart politician, American politician who really actually cares about people would, uh, would deal with it that way. But, but, uh, but uh, you know, ultimately, I think that there's this, there's, there's two civil wars going on here, and, uh, and it's going to be interesting how this, how this plays out. So, all right, that's it. I just wanted to, to get, get some thoughts down so that you could, uh, I don't know, you know, hear where I'm coming from, hear what I think about it anyway. So I know that there might be about maybe a hundred of you who listen to each episode. So for you hundred. Now you know what I'm thinking about all this stuff. So, all right, that's it. Uh, I will, you know, once again, please help me share and uh, and all that stuff. And I will see you on the next one. All right, bye-bye.